Soph and Fee, my super-talented friends, had decided to help me think of a talent, which is why, on my birthday, I went round to Fee's after school, taking George and Kenneth too. Talking about my birthday, Soph had given me a huge badge that said, It's my birthday, hug me. And Fee had given me a tiara with glittery pink jewels in it. I decided to wear them both around to Fee's, just to feel more special and properly birthday-ish. Now that was an example of being very brave and definitely not weedy. I got a few stares and no hugs on my way, but George and Kenneth weren't in the least bit embarrassed to be seen with me, mainly because they were just happy to be going for a walk somewhere. Only now, sitting in Fee's bedroom, working our way through a mountain of munchies, Kenneth was sort of embarrassing me. Uh, Indy? Kenneth's doing that weird thing again, muttered Fee, who likes things to be sensible. Maybe Garfield just tastes good, suggested Soph, who likes to be silly. He's just grooming him. He does it to our cat Smudge too, I told them as we watch Kenneth lick, lick, licking Fee's fat cat, Garfield. I frowned a bit at Kenneth, trying to figure out what was going on in his furry, doggy mind. Hey, maybe Kenneth fancies being a hairdresser, or should that be a fur-dresser? giggled Soph. I don't suppose Kenneth really daydreams about being a fur-dresser, but I do reckon that both my dogs aren't very talented at being, well... Dogs. I mean, for a start, Kenneth thinks he's a cat. It's not just the fact that he likes hanging out with cats. A couple of months ago, Mum had to rescue him out of a tree. And George, well, he was supposed to be a racing greyhound, but he fell asleep at the start line during the one and only race he was ever in. By the way, Brian R. Angelfish doesn't seem very good at being a fish. Instead of swimming around, he spends most of his time hiding in the tank weeds. My stepbrother Dylan says maybe Brian's just modest and doesn't like to show off the fact that he's prettier than the goldfish. Hmm, Dylan could be right, but he hasn't actually seen Brian for himself because he's not allowed to come to our house since he's allergic to anything furry or scaly and our house is full of furry, scaly things. Look! said Fee, suddenly turning away from Kenneth and Garfield and staring seriously at me and Soph. There are only five biscuits and a half a packet of quavers left, and we still haven't come up with a talent for Indy. She was right. Maybe Indy could become a biscuit expert, grinned Soph, holding up her half-eaten hobnob. We could blindfold her and make a guess which bis- I know, Fee said, interrupting Soph's dumb suggestion. Me and Soph watched and nibbled biscuits as Fee rummaged around under her bed and brought out a box along with big fuzzballs of dust, a dried-up felt pen and a missing sock. I got this as a Christmas present, said Fee, handing the box to me, but I've never used it. Maybe you could give it a try, Indy. The lid of the box said, Hours of fun with hair wraps and there was a picture of a grinning girl with loads of brightly coloured threads wound around sections of her hair. Give it a try, Indy, Fee smiled. You can practice on me. Suddenly, I was kind of excited. 
Could hair wrapping be my talent? Uh, first I had to work out how you got started. Call me a doughball, but all this string and twisting looked as complicated as physics at first glance. Come on, pick some colours, Indy, Soph laughed. So I picked pale pink to match the twinkly stones in my tiara, light blue to match my jeans, and bright red to match my cheeks, which were blushing because I hadn't a clue what I was doing. Tie the ends of the thread near the root of the hair, Soph read aloud from the instruction leaflet. Ow! yelped Fee. Sorry, I said, blushing some more. Okay, Soph, I've done that. Now what? Um, wrap the threads...